Welcome to Hebrews at Conversation Cafe with Ricky Allen. This podcast is a unique brew of real people with real talk about real life experiences. So if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road and your hands on the wheel. If you're somewhere sitting, sit back, relax, and be still. Let's get the conversation started. Hey, I'm Ricky Allen, and today I'm happy to have you. Joining me is Iris Williams, author and publisher. Iris, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How about telling me a little bit about your company? Um, well, Butterfly Typeface Publishing was started in uh, January of 2014. Uh, we have published more than 200 books, and we have worked with more than 100 authors. We have quite a bit of authors who come back to do second books, and that's a complete blessing. Um, and the thing that um, that I feel separates my company from uh, other companies is that we don't just take what you give us and hand it back to you with a nice pretty bow. We actually will help with story development and making sure that the um, story is told in, in, in completion. And so uh, I love sitting and talking with my authors and finding out um, background uh, and history of their story. And ironically, I feel that's how our connection began. It's because when I first met you, I, I noticed that you were missing from your story. And so um, that's how Candy's Bones Live came about. Well, I have really enjoyed working with you for the past three years. Back in 2019, I was happy for you to join Team Relate in its very first relationship retreat. It was an awesome experience. It was a group of people from various areas, uh, various age groups, various dynamics. It wasn't just married people, it was single people. And we came together for an awesome weekend to really talk about relationships and the fact that all relationships matter. Your participation in planning and executing this event was much appreciated, and we're just happy to have you as a part of our team. Well, thank you. I was very happy to be a part of the retreat. From your experience, if there was one thing that really stood out that weekend, uh, what was it? There were many things that stood out for me during the retreat. I had many aha moments, as I did when I was working with you uh, on creating the the book that uh, seems to be the basis for your retreat, which is Candy's Bones Live. But uh, one of the things was when you talked about the autopsy of a relationship and how you apply um, the pathology report, the tools of a pathology report to a relationship, that really resonated with me. I did talk about it, and actually the autopsy of a dead, which is a strong word, right? Many people are in relationships, but they are not reproducing their natural functions of love, joy, and peace. Relationship death, as I defined it in the retreat, is when a relationship sees to reproduce its natural functions. Our homes, our churches, our schools which are our greatest institutions of learning, have become war grounds rather than safe havens. And you mm -hmm. have to ask yourself why. It's important to me, and it was important to me, to look beyond the conditions 
and to identify the possible reasons. When we first encountered one another, the intent was just to republish my first work. In doing that, someone made it clear to me that, you know, that first work was more about marriage. But then what about the single person? What about the brother and sister relationship? What Mm -hmm. about the mother-father relationship? What about the son-daughter relationship? When we talked about the pathology report, you know, I discovered that relationships don't die a natural death. They die from some form of abandonment, neglect, or abuse. These things can be emotional, physical, or spiritual happenings in our lives. Going through that weekend was life-changing. When I saw the engagement of the participants, uh, their interests, their aha moments, uh, their connectivity to what was being said, I knew we were doing what we should be doing. Well, I have to say that I'm really happy that you point out the fact that all relationships matter, because I think overwhelmingly when we talk about relationships, even hearing the word your mind immediately goes to the romantic type. And it just dawned on me that we are in relationships many years before we probably enter into a romantic one. For you to say that all relationships matter, it really hits home. Yeah, and, and I feel that if, if, if you experience abandonment, neglect, or abuse in your foundational relationships, mm-hmm. then they're going to affect all other relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I truly believe that relationships are our greatest treasures and how we build them are our greatest legacies. So the first thing that we discovered in our pathology report was the aspect of abandonment or to withdraw from and how emotionally we can withdraw consideration for others and their feelings. We also talked about abandonment physically, how we can intentionally withdraw our presence from others who welcome us. And then we talked about abandonment spiritually, how we can withdraw grace to accept and to forgive others as we would want to be accepted and forgiven. That's profound. I just feel that in relationships, we really don't look at ourselves enough. And so um, in your book, Can These Bones Live?, give definitions, I should say, um, for the things that we feel and the things that we do. And I think sometimes when we can see that what we're doing is actually abuse, when you put a name on it, that can make all the difference in the world. Because, you know, I think most of us don't want to be abusive. We don't want to be neglectful. And so when you, you highlight that and you bring that out, there is your opportunity for change. The second thing we talked about was that aspect of neglect. I'm present, but I'm remiss in caring for. Emotionally, we can be remiss in being empathetic and encouraging to the persons that we are trying to share time and space with. Physically, we can be remiss in helping others however we can. Spiritually, we can be remiss in praying and doing good because it's the right thing to do. And the third thing we talked about in this pathology report was that of abuse to improperly use. 
emotionally, we can improperly use words in order to establish superiority and control over another person's thinking. Physically, we can improperly use force in order to establish superiority and control over another person. Spiritually, we can improperly use the oracles of God, the scriptures, in an attempt to establish superiority and control over another's purpose. In order to get to the root cause of a problem, you have to ask a series of why. So relationships don't die a natural death. Why? Because they die of some form of abandonment, neglect, or abuse. Why? Because generally people are trying to manipulate others' behavior. Why? Well, it's generally an attempt to establish superiority and control over someone. Why? Well, because we're operating in illegitimate authority. Why? Well, because I just don't know my purpose. That's something. And it makes perfect sense. If I don't know who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, because honestly, I think, well, I know from experience, once you know who you are and what you're supposed to be doing, you don't have time to try to control other people. You're, you're busy doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so the fact that you don't know who you are gives you plenty of time to try to control me. Uh, so that, that's huge. Relationships give birth to us without destroying me. So I want to leave three things with you that will enable you to recover if you've been the victim of abandonment, neglect, and abuse. And I want to leave some things with you if you've been the perpetrator of abandonment, neglect, or abuse. So to recover, you've got to know the truth. You got to know that you are not what has happened to you. And if you are the perpetrator of abandonment, neglect, or abuse, you got to know a truth. We were not put here to lord over or to control people. The second thing I want to leave with you is you need to release the offender. People can't live what they haven't learned. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to leave you is you need to recreate the story. Intent doesn't determine outcome. These are great things for people to think about and um, apply to their lives and, and to see how they measure up. So if you're the perpetrator, stop killing. When we operate in illegitimate authority, when we intentionally abandon, when we intentionally neglect, when we intentionally abuse, it kills, it robs the relationship of its ability to reproduce. And we need to repent of that. We, we need to change. We shouldn't keep going down that road thinking that something good's going to come out of it. You can't expect fruit from a tree if you continue to cut it down. If you are a person that has experienced some form of abandonment, neglect, or abuse, then my message to you is start living. You are not what you've been through. Recreate the story. Thank you for joining this episode of Hebrews It, a Relate LLC production. To learn more, check out our website, relatellc.com and follow us on social. Until the next time, remember, there is no better time than now for greater discovery.
It's time to live life. It's time to live legendary. <laughs>